I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. Yes, and welcome back to the start of a new month of May. And on this episode, we are talking about... Villain main protagonists in some movies. Yeah, specifically, we will be talking about three, well, I guess four, technically, different characters and properties. One is actually not out yet, which is Cruella, which is what has inspired this episode. That's the new movie based on the villain character from the 101 Dalmatians movie. Yep. And it'll be focusing more on her backstory. I know. And we'll give minor mentions about some of the animated films we talked about before that had villain main characters, like like kind of Wreck-It Ralph, but ones like Despicable Me or The Grinch. Yeah. But for now, let's answer last episode's trivia question, which was... Entangled, the main character of Rapunzel was voiced by Mandy Moore, but another actress was originally slated to do her voice. Who was that actress? Reese Witherspoon. And also it was going to be Kristen Chenoweth who were going to voice Rapunzel before Mandy Moore was cast. I see. Reese Witherspoon was also the original who was going to voice Merida from Brave before Scottish actress Kelly MacDonald voiced Merida in Brave. Uh, it sounds like Reese Witherspoon just wasn't <laughs> having the best of luck with these voice acting roles. Yeah, I see. Interesting. Okay, so stick around to the end of this episode for a new trivia question. For now, we have a segment that we haven't done in a while. Name that song. Highway to Hell is a song by ACDC from 1979, and it it was in the movie Megamind. I remember it was also in the trailer for the 2015 comedy movie Daddy's Home, as well as in a Simpsons episode called Simpsons Bible Stories from the 10th season. Okay. Yeah, and it's a, definitely a classic song from way back when. <laughs> from our dad's generation, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. So why don't we get started with our feature presentation? As I mentioned, Cruella is the latest movie featuring a villain as the main character. And it's also part of a string of movies that go back to other films and then take the villains of those films and give them a movie. And it's the latest Disney live-action remake. I think we should save that for the end, since that one hasn't come out yet. But I think that actually segues well into our first villainous film, I suppose. Very similar kind of thing, Maleficent. Yes, there were two Maleficent movies, Maleficent and Maleficent Mistress of Evil. Maleficent is about the backstory of the villain from the classic Disney film Sleeping Beauty. And it stars Angelina Jolie as Maleficent. And it shows how she became an evil sorceress in the first place. And But it doesn't tell the exact... The story of it is, does not the exact same way or the ending as we all remember Sleeping Beauty ending. Which is interesting to note because it's like, is that because it's being told from the villain's 
point of view so the story from her perspective is different than the original or is this some a reimagining of the original story yeah i know but it's also i think a trend that you see with these kind of villain main characters that the main character here of maleficent is cast perhaps in a more sympathetic light yeah i see it um shows how like at first when she was friends with Stefan before he became king she becomes evil and jealous because of Stefan which they used to be friends when they were children like what did Stefan do that made her jealous becoming the next heir to the throne which is a classic conflict that you see in a lot of movies with any kind of royalty and some dispute about who should be in power right yeah, I know, and and it still has the three good fairies who raise Aurora in a cottage. That's actually good. So that's one similar similarity between the two. What are some of the differences from the original Sleeping Beauty and the Maleficent movie? Unlike Maleficent, she isn't necessarily evil, but misunderstood. You mean meaning the original Maleficent? The original Maleficent was evil. But this one isn't exactly evil, but misunderstood. Yeah, which I think is a trend that we're going to see basically across all the movies that we're going to be talking about today. I know, and Maleficent Mistress of Evil was the sequel to Maleficent. It came out five years after the first movie. It had Maleficent, and it had Maleficent meets others, the other fairies that are the same species that she is. Yeah, so it's just a continuation, which I actually I think is a unique thing we haven't seen with a couple of exceptions which of movies that we've actually talked about before on this podcast. We don't really see these kind of, I don't know what to call, I guess spin-offs of villainous characters as the main as the main leads where we see sequels of them. So this is a rare exception to that case. It was an interesting way to see way to see a point of view of one of the most iconic animated Disney villains. And I think it's worth giving a shout out to Angelina Jolie, who really was perfect for that role. Yeah, I agree. She was. Okay, so the next film that we'll be talking about is this one is from DreamWorks. And I think we've made some mentions about it before, but we haven't really talked about it. Yes, it's I know. Megamind. And it came out in 2010, coincidentally the same year as Illumination's first film, Despicable Me. Probably one of the most well-known animated films starring a villain, supposedly, as the main character. Yeah, I know, and it was also released two years before Wreck-It Ralph as well. And, Meg and Megamind, the titular character, in some ways was kind of Grinch-like. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about Megamind. What was it about? Megamind was about an evil villain named Megamind, who, who's also the archenemy of Metro Man, who's the hero of a fictional city called Metro City. It stars Will Ferrell as Megamind, the title character. And it starred Tina Fey, who's a news reporter, who was Metro Man's love interest, and later Megamind's love interest. And then we discover that he accidentally, that he, like, think he killed his nemesis, Metro Man, and then they're Megamind, who's an evil villain who's become the threat to Metro City because he's evil and infamous, along with his sidekick, Minion, have to create a new hero. <laughs> uh -huh. I know, and... Yeah, because he's not, like, actually interested in... His motives for having 
this nemesis isn't about like taking over the world or anything like that, right? No, yeah, but I know he pretends to be a, a generic per- man named Bernard and pretending he has a crush on Roxanne. And I know Roxanne, Megamite accidentally turns Roxanne's friend Hal to become a new hero named Titan. But tight, unfortunately, as things get worse later, Titan turns into an evil villain. Which forces Megamind to be the hero. I know, yes. And Titan, I know, reminded me of Syndrome Buddy Pine from The Incredibles in some ways. Mm. I thought he was very similar. Yeah, I think the, the movie itself is kind of similar to Incredibles in some ways. In how it's playing with this idea of the role of hero and villain how you kind of can't have the one without the other and how Megamind sort of manipulates the situation to try to play the villain role, but it's constantly backfiring on him. So what kind of lessons do we learn from Megamind about what it means to be a villain or a hero? It takes like what it takes to become a hero. Like we do a lot of mistakes, but you can turn them all around Mm-hmm. But then we discover later, Megamind discovers that Metro Man did not actually die. He actually faked his death that we did not see coming. We think he, Megamind, killed him, but he somehow survived and pretended he died. I see. And Meg- Metro Man is no longer interested in, in saving the city, so it's up to Megamind to stop Titan. Yeah, so that's, I think Megamind is kind of an underappreciated film for yeah, kind of complexity that it brought to this question of villains versus heroes and what that similar means. Similar in a way to another DreamWorks movie that it's often confused with, Monsters versus Aliens. Right, right. And then the next film we're going to be talking about is one, actually, I guess a, a group of films called The Descendants. I know, yes. Descendants are about the su- the teenage sons and daughters of, Dis- of classic Disney villains. Now, I have not seen any of these, so you're going to have to inform me what kind of villains have appeared, or I guess the children of villains have appeared in these movies. The main, what, char- the lead character of those three is Mal, the daughter of Maleficent, voiced by Disney Channel star and young actress Dove Cameron. There's Ca- the late Cameron Boyce, who uh, played Carlos Deville, the son of Cruella Deville. And Jay, the son of Jafar, and so played by Boo Boo Stewart, and Topia Carson, who plays Evie, the daughter of the evil queen. And I know that Mal is in love with with Ben, the son of Belle and the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. I see. Okay. What are the movies like? What kind of conflicts do we typically see in these movies? There's a there's the relationship that Mal has when she has a crush on Ben. And there's a wedding scene that has a final battle. And then there's the second Descendants movie that has more sons and daughters of Disney villains as well as Disney heroes. Like there's Uma, the daughter of Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Uh, Do they play straight up villains or is it kind of a mix like kind of in Megamind? Kind of like Megamind in a way that they're not bad. They're born that way, that they were just born to be evil. They're not actually evil so is that is there a lot of conflicts with like do they ever interact with their parents or anything like that yeah like some of they have complex they're kind of rebels with their parents like mal's kind of a rebel to her mother maleficent mm. 
it was really funny too and a lot of good music and i liked how the opening store and closing storybook of the first movie was a was literally an ipad like a digital storybook <laughs> how it combined medieval things with modern digital age technology yeah that seems like it'd be a fun thing to to show of like the kids of these villains living in the modern life and one of my friends is obsessed with this with these movies <laughs> oh yeah why is that i'm not sure why he just likes them okay why do you like them they're fun and interesting modern takes with disney with classic disney and stuff and i have good catchy musical and their those films are some of the very many disney channel original movies that were released for tv never released in theaters i see i see yeah so that seems like it'd be a lot of fun just to kind of show how the kids differ from the parents and that sort of thing yeah it is yeah and then of course as we mentioned at the very beginning of the episode cruella it's a new movie when's it coming out at Ezra? it's coming out may 28th and it'll be different from the other two live action 101 dalmatian films from 1996 and 2000 that starred glenn close what do we know about this movie it's well cruella's origin and she's played by emma stone it's also P rated pg-13 disney's second pg-13 rated live action remake after mulan that's interesting that's uh they're kind of aiming for a an older audience it seems like yeah i know the other two live-action 101 Dalmatian films that starred Glenn Close were G-rated, but I personally think because they had did have some scary dark moments, they should have been PG-rated. Oh, well, that's interesting to note. It'll be interesting to see how Emma Stone's version of this character will differ from Glenn Close's character to see what we learn about Cruella and how she got started and... All that and how she become obsessed with fur and plotting on, like, <laughs> turning Dalmatian puppies into a fur coats. This definitely seems like the kind of movie that will be big with people into fashion, because from the looks of the trailer, there's going to be a lot of outrageous outfits, for and sure. And that one, like, Cruella is a fashion designer and aristocratic and greedy and vicious and really scary, as we all remember. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see if it also continue continues the trend that we saw in Maleficent and these other movies that we talked about of making the villains more sympathetic. Yes. And characters. also movies we talked about before, like Despicable Me, The Grinch, Wreck-It Ralph. Exactly. So we'll just have to check it out when it comes out. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your time. If you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon at Patreon dot com slash animation and beyond in the meantime we have a trivia question for mezra what villain from the mega man video game franchise was going to appear in the bad and on meeting scene in wreck it ralph but was cut from the movie so if you know the answer, give us a shout on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond.gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation Beyond. Bye! See you later. Bye.